Thanks for listening to The Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One. Saving starts with internet and wireless from Xfinity. Because when you get Xfinity Internet and add mobile, you can save up to $400 a year on wireless. Enjoy fast, reliable internet at home and nationwide 5G on the go, included at no extra cost. Get Xfinity Internet and mobile together and ask how to get an eligible 5G phone on us. And for a limited time, $300 back. Don't miss out. Go to Xfinity.com slash start saving. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Savings based on optimized pricing. Actual savings may vary. This show is brought to you by Simply Safe. If you have 30 minutes, you never have to worry about home break-ins ever again. Just go to Simply Safe. Two eyes in there. SimplySafe.com slash Adam. Get a custom system, free security camera. SimplySafe.com slash Adam. All right, we'll take some phone calls. I have a, a TMZ spot I want to play for you and uh, give you a little dissertation on uh, hair, a very important hair conversation. First, there's Geico. Do you own your rent your home? Will you do one or the other? And I bet you work hard. How about you get your bundle going? You take your automotive policy and you bundle it up with your homeowners or your renter's insurance along with your automotive policy. It's a good thing, too. Because you already have so much to do around the house. So go to Geico.com, get a quote, and let's see just how much you could save when you get your bundle working at Geico. That is Geico.com. Have you heard about Innovation on the Edge with Microsoft Edge? It's a weekly podcast that explores the cutting edge of internet innovation and pop culture trends. Each week, we'll dig into how people are currently using the web to innovate, notable ways in which it's evolving, what its future might look like, and how we can create the future together. Welcome curious creators, disruptors, and innovators to Innovation on the Edge. Listen and download now at Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. From Corolla One Studios in Glendale, California, this is the Adam Corolla Show. Adam's guest today, Adam Ray and Brad Williams. With Gina Grad on news and Bald Brian on sound effects, and now his Brillo hair is so thick, as a kid, it broke an unbreakable comb. Adam Corolla. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get on mandate. You get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. We love that about you, right, Gina Grant? That's right. Handball, Brian. He's a gay man. Oh. Well, what am I grateful for? Coming off the comb talk, um, 57 years old, have a full head of hair. You really do. Don't get to some, many guys don't get to say that. Uh-uh. Some in this room. Say 27 years old is too far of a bridge for me. Yeah. And um, also, uh, there's nothing to do with it. As I was thinking about how much of your life, we've sort of talked about it, but you've, you've heard my jags on, like, Michelle Obama, when she was first lady, I was like, tell everyone to go natural mm. in the black community. The amount of money spent, the time, the it's products, you know, sure. I mean, it is a... Major time suck. I mean, you got to go to the dry bar and blow it out. You know, you got to get out the hot comb. Yeah. I mean, oh. whatever you're putting in to that hair, mm-hmm. um, pick. Now, listen, I understand we're talking about an aesthetic here, but pick a realistic aesthetic, <laughs> one you can live with your entire life, because uh, the whole hair thing, that shit goes on from. 
you know, nine to 10 minutes after you die yeah. for the ladies. So I mean, gross. that's just a thing. It's true. You're, you're going, I mean, I, it's so funny. My, my grandmother had this really fine, thin hair. It's, it's so bizarre. My, my mom's side of the family has not only straight hair, but it's fine. Mm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's, and there's a weird kind fine line, pardon the pun. Yeah. Between balding, yes. but just fine. Yes. Some people just have fine hair. You can so, really see the scalp through it. Yes, my grandmother, my mom has very fine, thin hair, and then, then I got the Sicilian Jufro up here. Mm-hmm. But um, as I was thinking about it, so uh, I was sitting there having dinner last night with uh, Sonny and old guy, and um, I said to Sonny, uh, you get your goddamn haircut before we go to Monterey. I don't want to deal with that big, bushy mop you mm-hmm. have on your mm-hmm. head. Looking all out of, out, of out of sorts while we're going to the Acura party where Jules playing an acoustic set. Right. So I said, yeah, you know, get your hair together and uh, just get 20 bucks and walk it over the fantastic whatevers and, and get it cut short. And then um, I said, come here. And I grabbed his hair and I realized, oh, he's going Jufro, oh. too. He's got the kinky, yeah. thick. See, puberty kicks in, and then your hair kind of kicks in. Yeah, your coils. Your hair can kick in just like your body will kick in. As a, <laughs> the guy becomes a man, he's all of a sudden there's a vein in his arm, and his voice gets deeper, mm-hmm. and there's hair on his shins and stuff. Your hair will start making a move Indeed. If, you're, if you're going Jufro. I, oh, uh, Max Petter, oh, no, Mike Lynch sent a, pic, sent a picture of me. We are talking about those foam pills that strap to your back when you go in the pool oh yeah and uh, they're just good for the coroner's assistant to fish you out with the, the gaffer's hook because they don't keep you above water they actually just they float while you you're submerged. submerged yeah mike sent a picture of me and my uh, sister from way back in the day with the uh with with the fresca oh, wait a second Okay, first of all, that's adorable. That, those are dangerous. That's the that dumbest didn't make it thing. To my I, era. No, that I, is the I dumbest thing I've ever seen. I try to tell you guys, <laughs> this is what this was. It, it's a it's a foam uh, pill shaped thing. It's about sixteen inches long. It's about eight inches around. It like buckles over your nipples, and it just goes over your chest. And it it it, it is good for just literally fishing your corpse out of the pool. It, it does yeah. not keep your head above water I'm in glad any they way. Figured that out, shape or form. But they don't the dredge. The, the, How did you have access to a nice pool? Well, first off, every picture of a pool looks nice. Right. It's kind of like when you buy a car online or you buy a whore shiny, online. Sure, they, shiny. They put their best foot forward. Yeah. My grandparents had a non-heated pool that was about four foot deep at the deep end that somebody must have just hand dug mm-hmm. in like 1942. But that was the only pool we had access to. So it was this little miniature pool. And uh, the reason I, I bring up this picture is my hair straight. Yeah. It, it's, it's like normal hair. And my hair was normal until it went south. And then it went hard south. Sorry, that looks like an oversized Fresca can. I know. I'm holding a can of Fresca, <laughs> which is one third the length of my entire body because like I'm, I'm three years old. <laughs> we'll put the picture up at uh, adamcrowley.com. But this just reminded me that I used to have straight hair. Well, Sonny used to have straight hair, but now it's going the way mm-hmm. that my hair went. And so I had this thing where I'm like, cut it short, kind of wear it like mine, and you'll never deal with it again. And then uh, Olga said, uh, you got to brush your hair, whatever. And I said, I don't no, brush my hair. And she can't. goes, well, you got to brush it sometimes. I'm like, no. Yeah, you Olga. really sh- you Then really I was like, hey, now. woman, how many times have you been in my yeah. bathroom? You ever seen a brush? She's like, no. I'm like, you ever see a comb? She's like, no. And she's like, 
you don't do anything? And I'm like, no. No I, pick? I just, just leave. Pointed. I just get out of the pool or out of the shower or out of the cold tub or whatever, put a little water in it, and I, 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 leave, I leave the house. As much as I'd like to give you the credit for that, I would assume all the credit can go to Olga's daughter. Well, she cuts a mean head of hair, but I can go to the cheapest barber on the darkest corner and just <laughs> the get the web. exact same haircut that I get every wherever, whenever. So just cut it short on the sides, a little long on the top, and uh, put a little water in it, mm-hmm. and I will walk out of the house that way. And she was like, you don't come, you know, whatever. And then I realized, oh, I've saved millions of hours over the course of my life not dealing with oh, it yeah. at all. You like, and Brian it, both. It is true. the time that I deal with my hair before I leave the house is at essentially zero. And it has been since I was in the 10th grade. Wow. So the folks who have to do all the blowing and all the combing and all the things and all the stuff or the guys that are losing it, that are trying to comb it over or patch it in. Look at that. I mean, literally just extrapolate that over your entire adult life and realize, you know, we're talking about you could have an advanced degree. You could learn Mandarin, Chinese. You could play classic classical piano. I mean, the stuff you could have not that you'll do anything with that time. But what I'm saying is, is it adds up. So um, anyway, I'm grateful for my hair. I'm uh, also grateful that uh, Sonny's got a nice uh, Nice mop on him. And thankfully, Natalia just has nice, long, straight hair. Yeah. Because it's tough when the girls go frizzy. They it look sure like Roseanne, is. Rosanna, Dan. Thank you. Yes. And. I know it well. Uh, I will say that having a, a, a man's head of hair, because I feel your pain, sister, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. if you were around at a certain era and you were trying to go like. Um, the Cassidy brothers. Oh, good luck. Uh, everyone had the feathered oh, hair. The so silk. then the guys did have to get out the blow dryer yeah. and fight the Jufro. Right. That was a uh, wasted youth. So um, <clears throat> there's that. The bald head is remarkably efficient, I will say. The, you know, uh, I, what I've saved in haircuts sounds like a joke, but seriously, I have you know the razor, the electric razor, takes it down to the stubble uh, two, three times a week, and I got down to about seven minutes. Wow. That's uh, that's all the prep I need. A little bit of sunblock on the top, you know what I mean? I'm right. the door. Then it's right into show prep. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and praying up, praying up, praying up bald heads. All right. It finally um, paid off. The... Um, <laughs> We have, um, I was watching uh, my favorite show, TMZ, yesterday, and they do this sort of cold opening where they all sit in the bullpen and they bounce off, you know, they tease, here's what's coming up. And uh, there's another- Hey, you know that guy. Yeah. There's another, wait, what's his name? Derek. Derek, that's right. He's been on. Derek's been on. Yeah, Derek's on. Anyway, uh, the reason I'll, I, the, what jumped out to me on this cold opening is- um, Matt Damon has got himself into into trouble again. First time, first, the first bit of trouble he got into was just saying um, Al Franken and Harvey Weinstein aren't the same human being. Out. Out. This one is him saying fag when he was in junior high or something. And, and the lesson he learned from for not doing that anymore. Which, we, we, people just think, says you, forget you, that part. But the whole point is, is. You can't even try to explain to people things anymore. Yeah. It's just, that's done. Yep. Yeah. You said, well, we thought something. Was, you said the word. Yeah. So I, was, I was trying to explain to you. We, we thought something and you'll never unring this bell. But the problem 
that I've always said is um, it's not it's not them. It's sort of everyone around them, you know, because everyone around should be a universal course of somewhere between who gives a fuck and who gives a shit but people like join in like well he should have known <laughs> let me wring my hands a little bit and then it becomes something but it's not and i don't think the people saying it think it's something yeah. they just kind of go i don't want to be on the wrong side of- right. there's one guy being thrown into a well i don't want to get thrown in a well so i'll just say he deserved to be thrown I'll into just, a well. i'll just point my finger right so this is the cold open and they'll lay out the story, but it's the end that you have to listen for, because at the end, I thought someone was going to be reasonable, but they took a little turn. Oh. And they actually use an example that I bring up from uh, uh, occasionally, but not, not in the right way. So we'll just play for you. Matt Damon tried to backtrack about using the F word, the homophobic slur in the past, but Glad's not buying it. So here's what he had to say. I have never called anyone the F word in my personal life. Is the distinction here, I've never said it to somebody's face, but he's not saying whether he's used it or not. That's like people who say they'll say the N word when they're rapping with their favorite song, but I would never call somebody that. Bad either way, don't do it. Now, Now, that is incorrect. Because it is the same in that you never call someone the N-word, but boy, my daughter's into Kanye West. Oh, boy. And when we get in the car and go for those drives, it's Kanye, it's the new album, it's the first album, it's the middle album. And it is N-Bomb yep. City. It's in the album And title. she doesn't sing along, but there's a huge distinction between calling somebody that and singing lyrics to a song. Like, I, it's, it's in the song, yeah. you're a fan of the person, you're singing, you're singing along. So I wish we could start it, to me it it kind of it's it's part and parcel of the blackface thing. Like it's not a minstrel show, it's Oprah or it's Sammy Davis Jr. Right. It's not blackface. Right. Like, like let's, let's give some context right. to yeah. to things here. Anyway, poor Matt Damon. <laughs> he opened his mouth and now now there's this again. Well, and that's the thing I don't understand because if the story if the interview was I was talking to my daughter and we used to say this word and he said like she went up to a room and wrote a treatise or whatever, a treatise yeah, about she, his, not doing that anymore. His daughter tuned him up, I think. Right. That was the point of the interview and Glad's not buying it? What am I missing? Well, first off, they ironically named Glad because there's no more miserable group of people on the planet. Like, who has less of a sense of humor than fucking Glad? Yeah. Somebody should sue them for that name. Like, you guys shouldn't be called Glad. You're the most miserable fucks on the planet. You call yourself Glad. Yeah. Like, it'd be be like calling a slaughterhouse a spa for cows. Ugh. Glad. But either way. It's very euphemistic. Yes, Matt uh, Matt Damon. I like his personal life. Like that suggests that he knows that somewhere, like he did an early movie where he said the word, you know, on on screen or something. He's in. It's in uh, stuck, stuck on, on you, you. Yeah. or something oh, like that. What yeah, a, one of his best. There you have it. It's in the script, though. Either way. Oh, All right. This wait. is progress, everyone. Speaking of that, uh, Chris, I I don't mean to. I, we we talk, I sent you something last night or this morning. Would you mind pulling it up? Because yes, give me a minute. we cannot move on from this subject without you seeing this. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on one of my favorite sites, which is, you know, like old commercials. This was an old movie of the week mm. that 
Has Not Aged Well, starring Tyne Daly. Mm. And I am, because of our conversation Cagney right now. and Lacey. Thank you. I would be remiss not to show this to you. This is a, an, a, a 1981, maybe 1982. This is Ernest. This is an, uh, a very serious script. There's no parody. Oh. And After you said Ernest, I was praying you were going to say goes to. Right. <laughs> then I would have been sorry. all in. No, no, I'm sorry. No, this mm. is the opposite. Mm. She is serious about her point of view, or at least she was as, as the character. Mm. And I would really love for you what guys to see What year are we it. talking I about here? I think it's 1981. Mm. Um, 87. 87, sorry. All right. Eight, 1987, Tyne Daly stars as a mother of a particular kind of child. You guys forgot about all the movies of the week. That They're the were best. Utterly insane. The best. The best. My favorites were always, well, of course, Meredith Baxter Bernie as a bulimic goes down in history as the best. There was a lot of portrait of a teenage runaway, yeah. portrait mm. of a teenage prostitute, a lot of portraits going on. They're I amazing. Saw a single one. Oh, God, I live for these. Of course, I'm familiar with them. Then there was, the slug line is the one you got to read. It's like killer bees. And then it'd be like Gertrude, they pick some. Olivia de Havilland has a mysterious minion over a flock of bees and has them do her bidding. Like, what? Somebody wrote this? I mean, look, Killdozer. Yeah. yeah it's a bulldozer that uh, an alien has, has possessed. And now it's 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 killing people. It's in. called Killdozer. Like, I, the movies were insane. Yeah, so this- Those amazing Dobermans. Oh, right. At the mall. The guy. Well, no. Those amazing Dobermans. Actually, I kind of like this one. The guy tr- back. By the way, Dobermans used to be the dog. Right. The Pitbulls got a no, publicist. No, no. Never talked to. Yeah. Dobermans are all gone now. Yeah. But this guy trained Dobermans to rob a bank. Oh, that is amazing. So, like, one would start growling at everyone, like, back off, really you know, and the other would go it. up and they'd, you know, put the satchel money around their neck. Like, now, the one you're thinking about was like trapped or something. That's our favorite James Brolin. And he was trapped in a department store one. when for security, they would just let dogs go in the middle of the sure. night. All right. Sorry. Okay. This is a serious Sunday night, you know, movie of the week mm-hmm. uh, starring Tyne Daly. And the, the movie is called kids like these. All right. Sometimes life gives you something special. No, no, no. It's, it's not possible that I've had a retard. If you have the courage to see it. There's a new attitude nowadays about Down syndrome kids. It seemed insurmountable, the uphill struggle one family chose to face. Not only did I not get a girl, they didn't even give me a whole boy. Can she turn anger into triumph? I had such dreams. Emmy Award winner Tyne Daly and Richard Crenna star in Kids Like These next Sunday. Wow. So there you go. You got half a kid. The half a kid didn't even get a credit. I know. Richard Kenna. Kenna, yeah. So just didn't want that to pass by. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, now you got to look up Killer Bees, um, those amazing Dobermans. uh, Was it Trapped with James Brolin? Was those amazing Dobermans supposed to be like the Apple Dumpling Gang or was it supposed to be a real action movie? Oh, the amazing Dobermans. Yeah, well, look at the poster, Gina. I, but, uh, that's pretty sweet. Is that scream Don Knotts on a horse? 
to you. Which is just such a stupid premise. I thought it had to be, you know, an old Tim Conway senior bit or something. Dobermans were a big deal, man. With, Pe- is that a stick of dynamite? Yeah, he's blowing <laughs> up the Obviously. bank. And a gun in the other Doberman's mouth. Yeah, well, first off, they used to take wild creative license with posters oh, on movies yes. back then, like Raquel Welch is nude and riding a hippo. Like that's not in the right. that's not that's not in the movie. I'd like they to just, see this scene. There is no Doberman with a gun in its mouth, but or stick of dynamite. I don't think, but they do. Even the famous Star Wars poster with Mark Hamill built like a brick shit house. Right, like, right. Oh, that guy's fucking seventeen and scrawny. Yes, uh, they're back in action in the most amazing. Commando canine caper. canine caper. Oh, alliteration. Nice. Yeah, he trained a guy to, or a guy trained them to rob banks. Wow. I think people were so beaked out of their mind on Coke back then, they yeah. just went, fuck it. And also, you know, what are you going to do? Switch a channel and watch the Dukes of Hazard? Mm-hmm. Your options are limited. Yeah. What, what are we up against? The Sopranos here? No. There's nothing on. You watch what we give you. Yeah. Yeah, the movies of the week were always, uh, always best. best. And they would always just have. You know, they had the staple of, of dudes. You know, Bob Urich would be mm. one of those guys from like Dan Tana and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> anyway, uh, the hell. If you find any of those, uh, tell me, Max Zapata. Speaking of uh, Gina, mm. do you have uh, any? You got a riad. Uh, oh, yeah. We got some. I don't know if you got Cuomo in your news. Uh, I had mm. I was looking for some Cuomo clips. I don't know if Max Zapata's found them there, yet. Uh, yeah, we're, we're still cutting it. There's a, the, the, the transcript. I wasn't going to okay. do any new Cuomo. Okay, well, it's, there's nothing new. It's just Cuomo stuff. It was kind of weird. There's a couple things kind of buzzing around the news. They had like the AG like come in and do a report with some congressman or something like that. It sort of it always gets comical when they're describing what mm. what he was doing. The, the descriptions are somewhere between nothing and a two. Mm-hmm. The descriptions of like he stood behind this uh, woman who was uh, his security guard or whatever in the elevator, and he dragged his finger yeah. from her neck uh, down her spine. And it's like kind of go. By the way, it's weird. Creepy. It's a little weird, but it's also kind of shit anyone could do contextually. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, maybe it's just me from working on the man show. But there's shit. There was another one where it's like she held the door open and he dragged his hand across her belly. Again, creepy. But it's also you could see if the person had both hands up and mm-hmm. they're and you walk past them. Like you, if Matt Fondelier did it. Everyone would just be laughing or not give a shit. This is part of the problem when I tell you when you become sort of creepy guy or you're an asshole boss. Mm-hmm. When you're an asshole boss, you get a real short yeah, leash when this shit goes yeah. down. When you're cool boss, this kind of stuff falls under the heading of sort of hijinks yeah. or something. And even himself, he put that uh, super cut together of how he's always molesting people. It doesn't matter if they're women. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Everyone is like, that's outrageous that he would insult these people by doing that. But it's like, well, it kind of makes his point. Yeah, he grabs really everyone by the face, by yeah. the jowls, and Him gives them a kiss point, on it. But maybe nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll see if we can we'll see if we can find that. Uh, you got another. Spot? Yeah, this is a this is a series of uh, like poster ads that I'd never seen before, and I think their point, like Madison Avenue, and I don't know this. 70s maybe the 60s it's a great ad another one that probably wouldn't fly now uh i believe the brand is levi's rye bread and we'll just kind of go through some of the pictures 
The caption is, you don't have to be Jewish to love Levi's. The first one is a black dude holding a corned beef on rye. And if you could possibly uh, find... I would imagine as an Irish cop. Levy's? Levy's, Levi's, mm-hmm. keep going. If you could find a black guy who was oh, used my. as a model to do, like, insulting posters from the right. 20s. <laughs> yeah. That's what this that black guy looks He's like. He's a holdover. Right. Right. So they have they have the Asian I, guy. I think there's an Indian chief in there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, look. Ah. Yeah, couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Although... Half this shit that we're all our panties are in a bunch about. I, it just most of it is sort of like no shit. Like this, this feels progressive to me. I, I it was totally agree. It probably was for, for the time progressive yeah. the back back then. And we're now just getting pissed off because you're talking about a culture mm-hmm. and showing something else or doing something. Right. But it's like. Well, what is what are they saying? They're saying we will include everybody and everyone. Everyone likes a pastrami sandwich. And I can't figure out what the problem would be with it. I just know there would be a problem with it. Well, somebody would have a problem and then everyone would have to snap into action. Right. Which is the new world order, which is what what amount of people care about the bread or Matt Damon? You know what I mean? Like who really, you know? It, but also, like, in bigger kind of global things, like, who wants to defund the police? Like, five really loud people. Everyone else is like, fuck that. Yeah. But they're making the most noise, right. you know, or they, they're the ones with the bullhorns. All right. Let's see. Um, something I uh, – oh, did we find that uh, Dolly Parton clip, uh, Max Pana? It's getting sent to us, so I'm just, waiting, I'm just waiting on it. Oh, is that stuff just not all up somewhere online? Yeah, correct. Hmm. I was uh, doing well. If I do something like that, just capture it uh, next time, Max Zapata. Yeah. Just in in general, uh, someone has a update. Oh, on the Wee Spa oh, incident please. that one on Wilshire sparked much debate in mm-hmm. studio. Will thirty nine, Los Angeles. Hi guy. Hi guy. So uh, I just wanted to kind of give you a my heads up. Um, Adam, I used to live in K-Town back in 2014. Koreatown. Mm-hmm. Yes, Koreatown. And back then, you know, We Spa uh, was primarily just all Korean-Americans. Uh, you would hardly ever see a round eye, mm-hmm. um, maybe here and there, but it was primarily just a bunch of Korean-Americans. And it was like, you know, a place to be if you if you're in K-Town. This is the spa but, uh, that had the transgender who still had all his junk uh, go into the lady side and we're trying to figure out if it's a provocateur or, or just a guy who wanted you know, a peep show free peep show or uh, just a nutty person or if it ever happened at all it was all over the news a month ago will did you ever go to we spa you seem to know a lot about it yes like we would go my family and i would go like weekly because we lived we lived a couple of blocks away there you go um now our, our place that we used to live is now an encampment uh, off of Vermont. So we're glad we got out of there. But um, basically it was, like I said, it was a place for, you know, Koreans to hang out. And uh, over time you start to see a little bit more of the round eye come in and more and more uh, Koreans were like, you know, this place is not for us anymore because it became a little bit too popular. Mm-hmm. And with 
with the round eye coming in, you know, they weren't treating the place with, a bit, you know, some respect. And that turned off a lot of Korean Americans. And they started marketing towards, um, you know, the round eye. And now, nowadays, nobody in K-Town goes there. You're not going to, you're hardly going to see, you know, Koreans with their families go there anymore. It's, it's, that's dead. Well, the the problem, well, what happens is, is the round eye, as you call us, you know, we go, we go to Burke Williams and Sherman Oaks, and it's like 180 bucks. And then someone goes, no, for 40 bucks, you can go down to get a whatever. (laughs) You can sleep there. Yeah. And you're like, really? 40 bucks? Yeah, for 40 bucks. (laughs) The floor is heated. So then the round eye starts figuring it out and uh, comes in and, you know, usurps the culture. Well, if it makes a difference, I I started going because I was with my Korean friends. And yes, I, at the time, was one of the only white chicks, but I think those days are over. Yeah, but it's okay, Jimmy. You're you're, you're kissed in. You're part (laughs) of the club. All right. But the, the last thing I'll just say is the update is that, um, you know, K-Town is a very small community and a lot of the business owners are it's a very tight knit community. And I'll just say there's been some discussions that the owners of uh, We Spa are contemplating just shutting it down. They don't want to be the center of this circus. I think the, over the weekend, like there was some transgender, like musical or like musical performance performed out, out in the front. Of we saw, and with all the uh, uh, fighting and the Antifa riots, like they they're, they're they don't want to be dealing with this. This is not something they 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 anticipated. So there's been some discussions that they're just you know saying, hey, we're just going to close up shop. This isn't worth it anymore. Wow, it's unfortunate. Um, yeah, that's sad. But yeah, I mean, we're kind of living. I mean, imagine being. Hey, thanks for the call, Will. Imagine being a small business owner these days. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's a minefield. First off, it's like you're dealing with the city. The city has banned outdoor dining, but there's a homeless encampment, encampment mm. like living on the sidewalk in front of you. And then you go, well, I'm going to put a hedge up so people can eat outside and the homeless. And they're like, you got to get a permit for that. And then, God forbid, you end up on TMZ. And the next thing you know, the, the wackadoodles have all come down from both sides of the of the equation to protest, to protest outside, outside, outside and then your they thing literally and, put sandbags in front of your door and then they evict you and then they put a fence around right. it and then uh, somebody there's no uh, there's no grab bar in one of the stalls mm-hmm. and some guy and by the way mark will tell you because he owns businesses there's guys who just made a cottage industry of yep. exploiting the system and of course California is so progressive right. that if a guy goes in and there's no bar and he's in a wheelchair, then he, you're getting sued. And then there's just ter- attorneys that just specialize in the money grab. And it's like, you just kind of go like, fuck it, right? Yeah, well, who needs that? Yeah. What's the, what, there's no worth the risk. I agree. All right. Let me hit uh, Simply Safe. We'll see if we can find those uh, clips I was looking for, Maxipata. Let me hit uh, Simply Safe. Their founders, Chad and Eleanor Lawrence, designed their first security system in their kitchen because uh, they had a friend that got uh, their home broken into. I think these guys were at Harvard. I mean, these were like Ivy League guys, and the friend of theirs got their home broken into, and there was nothing, there wasn't a good system out there. So they made one. They've been making people feel safe uh, ever since. They've been doing it for. Over 15 years, it's a passion to protect people. 
that drives every engineering detail and customer interaction. Simply Safe has highly trained security experts ready whenever you need them during a fire, burglary, medical emergency, or just setting up the system. My listeners get 20% off and get the first month free when you sign up for interactive monitoring service. So you visit Simply Safe 2i, simplysafe.com slash Adam, get your custom system and start protecting your home and family and get the 20% off at simplysafe.com slash Adam. All right, we will take ourselves a quick break. We'll be back with more right after this. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting, you want to save some money? How about your bundle? Bundle your policies at Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save at Geico. That is Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. It's time to check Adam's voicemail. Hey, hey, Gina Bald. Hey, you guys are talking about the uh, Ring Around the Collar commercials. Um, think back about the same time period, a commercial that would never be played today. It was the Topol's Smoker's Tooth Polish. Check it out. Get it on. You can leave us a message at 888-634-1744. I think we covered that one, didn't we? I don't I don't recall doing it on this show, but I do remember that tooth polish. Oh, maybe I oh, maybe covered it with Drew. It was great. You couldn't uh, make this commercial today. Do you know why you it, couldn't it, make this commercial today? Because it's so smoker friendly. Well, they smoke in it. Yeah. You can't show someone smoking. Right. right. You could not show somebody smoking Doesn't if you're trying to sell um, toothpaste for smokers. Right. Doesn't he blow cigarette smoke through a pair of underpants or oh, something? Well, that's God. in your mind. It's a handkerchief. <laughs> okay. Fucking weirdo. Weird fantasy. <laughs> a pair of panties on his head. Yeah, it's the smoker's, it's the smoker's toothpaste. He takes a draw off a cigarette, puts a white handkerchief in front of him. I remember this. That's right. what comes from cigar or cigarette smoke. Just think what smoking a pack a day every day could do to your teeth. Lungs. It looks like it looks like <laughs> underpants. Topol, the smoker's tooth <laughs> no, it does helps remove all kinds of superficial tobacco stains. Topol starts to work immediately to clean your teeth and to help remove these stains. Just use Topol week after week and watch your teeth get brighter and brighter. Topol, the smoker's tooth polish, now in three ounce regular or seven ounce fluoride. With Topol. this ashtray, I remember that commercial. It had to be on. During either Falcon Crest or Dallas, because that's what I would watch with my mom at night. So I remember that commercial. I remember from my youth as well. It's funny. All you had to do is, um, all you need was a little hook, a little gag. Like that guy blew cigarette smoke through underpants, through a handkerchief, and it's like, look at it. Yeah. It's the color you'd think it would be. All right. Let's see. Uh, Nick, line two, El Centro. Nick. Hmm. Nick, up. Nick, you there? Hello. Yeah, I'm here. How's it going, guys? Hi, guy. Thank. Thanks for taking my call, um, Adam. I just wanted to get your thoughts on the new Loveline going woke. I don't know if you followed up with them lately, but a lot of their content on social media is 
far left propaganda, pro Black Lives Matter, pro victim culture, and all that stuff. What is the um, new Love Line? It was a show you were on. The new Love Line. <laughs> okay. People Dawson's applauding. I, I I cannot tell you. I've told you guys this a million times. God forbid I, I drop an and or an at, you know, like if I go in and like Olga goes, you want pancakes? I go, uh, what's pancakes? And, and she'll go, they're round things that go in a pan. Like it's like I'm not I wasn't born eight minutes ago. I'm not clinically insane. And I make my life on a stage with a fucking microphone in my hand needing to know everything. I'm not asking what love line is. Regarding Henry, <laughs> one big cookie. It's in uh, Love Line. That's the show you're on for over a decade. Oh, oh Love Line. I'm starting to get it. Keep going. I always called it the Love Line. <laughs> love Line. Well, anyway, so if that's what we're talking about, yeah. Uh, right. Doctor uh, Doctor Doctor Dre used to. Uh, what's that guy's name? With the from the Topol commercial. <laughs> I know people. Right. People, it's it, it's 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 right up there. It's 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 right up where there with the human being where you go. Listen, I'm just saying, uh, you want to go uh, hang your own shingle and quit your job? There may be consequences. Consequences. What's a consequence? Okay, a fuck. I swallowed while I was talking. Or is that just what you? If you hear me pronounce it that way nine times, then raise your hand. I happen to inhale. Sorry. Who are those? Who who uh, are those? The worst. Nine times. <laughs> Boy. So was I on love phones? <laughs> Nick. Nick. Yes. Sorry. Okay. So we've now established through a lengthy research that I was um, one of the pillars of the Love Line franchise for over a decade. Yes. And you said there's a new Love Line. Yes. What is the new Love Line? Well, it's. I guess a reiteration of the show. Um, Where's my stand-up? <laughs> so I'm saying but it's a newer I, version of... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Am I on I that one? Show, but I, I don't listen to it. I don't think anyone does these days. Is it, it on, on their page? It's pretty empty. Nick, it's on but, the radio? Um, sorry? It's on the radio? Uh, I think it's... I think so, yeah. And do you know who the hosts are? I got it pulled up here on okay. Twitter. It's Great. Dr. Chris Donahue. Okay. And yeah, um, it does not say whether it's on the air or what stations, but it does have a phone number to call with your questions for the show. Guess? So they got to be on there somewhere, I guess. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, All right. Um, well, thank you for that wellspring of, of info and the insights, uh, Nick. Uh, yeah, uh, look, you, you gotta go woke. Everything's going woke these days. So why, why shouldn't love line? They're always on the vanguard of sort of stuff. Why not be on the vanguard of this stuff? I'm sure they don't believe anything they say, but you gotta go woke. How are we even to know? Nick doesn't listen to the show. He doesn't know, the, <laughs> doesn't know who's the I'm host. I'm sure if it's on, doesn't know who the hosts are. Yeah. Do a little leg work, Nick, before you call in next time. All right. Sorry about that, guys. It's all good. It's okay. It's all, good. all right. It's okay. Thanks buddy. for the call. Thank you. This could also just be the name that he gave his show because, yeah, I don't know where it's on either. Wow. As we know, radio copyright laws are loosely enforced. <laughs> Looks like an online thing, radio.com kind of. Yeah, they tried to keep it going with Amber Rose. 
Oh, yeah. Whatever happened to her? She turned 40 or something. Yep, sure. Uh, Amber Rose was the buxom woman of color, was like bald Mm -hmm. and kind of leading the charge. Am I going insane or was there a story about you waiting for the bathroom when she was outside of the bathroom? Oh, Am I having a stroke? Yeah. No, no. That was me in New York, and um, I was doing some sort of podcasting symposium or something, and they brought in radio people or podcast Mm -hmm. people or something, and I think I went to go, like, used – I went to use the bathroom to change. Mm -hmm. Like, I got off the flight – when now it's time to do a symposium, I'm going to put the shirt with the buttons on the collar on. And it was some version of I went to the bathroom and like locked the door and I was like changing. And she did like a, you know, she did, I think she she tried the doorknob mm-hmm. and it was locked. Mm-hmm. And then it was like a commercial building and like the door was locked. So then she knocked on the door and like wanted to know who was in there. Oh. And then, like, I said, I'm just changing. And she was like, how long is this going to? And it was like, if you're in a commercial building and the, the door's locked, someone's in there. It says it all. Or you got to get the key. You got to get the key from the receptionist. Right. It's, you no need to pound on the door and have a conversation. It was some version. Yeah. Some version of that. All right. We got, um, we got our Cuomo clip figured out. We have uh, Raj, who's, uh, oh, 30 from India. Ooh. Raj. Hi, Adam. How are you doing? Hi, Raj. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, uh, <laughs> Was that Raj? Years ago, I was introduced to you by a very dear friend of mine, Nicholas, uh, who I just, uh, who about whom I just got the news that he's no more. You were the only only person that um, you know. He had a great time listening to you, so just wanted to thank you for that. What happened? I mean, he to, never called you. So yeah, what happened um, to Nicholas? He was he was under severe depression, and uh, I just got the news a couple of hours ago that he he's no more. Oh, so just wanted to thank you, man. I mean, he had a really good time listening to you. He introduced me to you, uh, Loveline. Uh, just wanted to thank you, man. I mean, thanks, Raj. Wait, was uh, I on Loveline? <laughs> oh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll ask Chris, you. Get on. <laughs> Google us right, Raj. What are you doing over there in India? Uh, Adam, I'm a mechanical engineer. I work with this uh, agri-robotics startup. So mm. we are building some robots for Indian farms. That doesn't track. You're building robots, you say, for farms? Uh, that's correct. Uh, to be used in agriculture, agricultural purposes, robots. Mm, yeah, until they rise up right. and take <laughs> over that farm. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a kind of fun job. Is it? Is it fun like it sounds like it would be? Oh, yeah, definitely it is. I mean, you see robots everywhere, and then you have farmers, especially Indian farmers, where, you know, things are not that great. Yeah. So, uh, you know, robots uh, working in farms are definitely going to help the farmers. I mean, they're helping farmers in the United States. Uh, surely down the line, they'll be helping farmers in India. So that's the goal. Yeah, well, you guys need help on your farms because you don't share a border with mexico so there ain't no more vans with 28 dudes in it heading your way they gotta hop on a barge well we 
we we do have some localized Mexicans down at Pakistan. So, ah. do you so you know? <clears throat> so as I always say, who are your your Mexicans? Everyone gets offended, but then once I explain to them what I'm saying, who does all the work? Who does the gardening? Who's who? When you drive in your neighborhood and there's a crew putting a block wall together, like what is the nationality of that crew now? India, I would just think poor Indians. He said Pakistan. That's what you got? No, nah, I mean, uh, so I said Pakistan because they are the ones who are trying to cross the border. But mm-hmm. if to answer Adam's question, we have, I mean, we, we are 1.3 billion people. So we have our own people doing that. The nationality is Indian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what time is it? What's the time difference? I never asked that um, question. I mean, it's. 2.15 a.m. over here right now. Oh, wow. All right. So it's 12 and a half hours? It can't be a half. Yep. That's a half? I don't know if it's 2.15. Yeah, depending on the place. Like if you're in the eastern coast, then it's half. When wow. you're in Texas, really? it's, there's no half. And down at the western coast, you're going to have. TV must be so distance. confusing. Mm-hmm. It's 2.15 in India. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. How was I one of the dumbest anyway, kids I mean, in my school? Like one of the yeah, dumbest. That, I, was I like, mean, there's the like seven of us out of six hundred. I was in that school. Like, I just wanted to thank you. He had a good time listening to you. So thank uh, you, Adam. Well, what's his name again? Uh, Nick. Uh, I would not want to disclose his full name. That's All right, okay. but his name was Nicholas. Well, thanks, Nicholas, and thanks for uh, spreading the word to Raj over here, and uh, thanks for calling in, Raj. I we appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thanks, Adam. You have a good time. Our, uh, our pleasure. Wow. All right. We have that uh, Cuomo clips, a little uh, montage. So who's up there? It's uh, mm. the, the, I don't know, DOJ or Department of whatever. Was that the Attorney General? Whatever. Letitia, State Attorney General. Letitia mm-hmm. James or something? Yeah. So AGs. they're giving the whole. So everyone is going nuts on Cuomo. And, uh, you know. I don't uh, far. I, I don't like Cuomo because I think he's like a weird, pompous ass. It's also insane that he got an Emmy. <laughs> That's how fucked up Hollywood is. You know, our two favorite guys of uh, Hollywood's favorite guys are like if you just like if you only here's all right. All you need to know about the View mm-hmm. and whether you should get your information from the View. Mm-hmm. Their two favorite human beings, two years running. Cuomo, and before that, Michael Avenatti. Those are the two. Those are the stars in their galaxy. They, they look forward to interviewing them. They like, oh, he's so handsome. He should, he should run. They want They've to set him up with somebody. The yeah. two fucking people you nut jobs fond over in the last two years are Cuomo and Avenatti. So next time you fawn over somebody, the red flag. Maybe I'll raise an eyebrow. Yeah. Yes, everyone fawned over Cuomo. Uh, I didn't, but also to be even-handed. Um, look, there was one in there where it's like allegation of putting the hand up the sweater. Mm. That's something. Mm-hmm. The others were well. We'll play you the play the montage here. Oh, it's just a clip. Sorry. The governor also several times inappropriately touched a state trooper assigned to the unit to protect the governor. Oh, what did he do? In an elevator while standing behind the trooper, he ran his finger from her neck down her spine and said, hey, you. 
Another time, she was standing holding the door. Hold on, Fatty the- Arbuckle's turning over in his grave. Fucking <laughs> drag, drag his finger down, down her spine, and said, "Hey, you, all right." As he passed, he took his open. Oh, hand you can ring it. Bring it back. Sorry, I stepped on it. <clears throat> the unit to protect the governor. In an elevator, while standing behind the trooper, he ran his finger from her neck down her spine and said, Hey, you. Another time, she was standing holding the door open for the governor. As he passed, he took his open hand and ran it across her stomach from her belly button to where she, the hip where she keeps her gun. That's just a cross. She told us that she felt completely violated to have the governor touch her, as she put it, between her chest and her privates. So there's a fair amount of real estate between your tits and your privates, but it sounds like she had her hands on the door and he walked by and gave her the uh, oh the Hanson brother move from slap shot <laughs> yeah, to sort of try. Yeah, but also when you know, his open hand, well, what his fist? <laughs> his I'm holding fist. a ping pong yeah. paddle like <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. like finger gun. Pew pew. All right. Uh, this doesn't sound like gang rape to me. But, no, but uh, I got to tell you, if I was alone in the elevator with him and I just felt a hand going down my spine going, hey, you, I'd be like, get the fuck away from me. Well, you wouldn't have said anything, Gina, but let's be honest. <laughs> no, what I'm saying, you have low self-esteem. Thank that's you. why that's you're true. here. No, yeah. the point is, the point you, is this. That's there, gross, it, Well, he can go. He could do a, hey, you, but he could also go, hey, you, like he could be standing behind her and fucking around. Is that something you do? Hey, you. Uh, Listen, if you have a relationship with someone, like if you spend a lot of time with someone and they get in front of you in an elevator and they turn their back to you, there's plenty of guys who would like massage, you know, I've had a million women like give me the spontaneous Mm. neck, you know, trapezoid, you know, whatever, or something. I'm not saying... There's a creepy version of it, but we don't know if this is the creepy version. There's a non-creepy version of it that everyone we know, including ourselves, have all engaged in but at I some feel point. Like if it was, well, this could be another can of worms. But if it wasn't, I the think creepy, he's a creep. Like, don't get me wrong. No, I won't. I'm just saying when we're piling on in the he must be brought to justice, uh, the finger in the elevator with the hey you. In court, I don't know what that's going right. to sound but like. But if it wasn't the creepy version, she wouldn't have said anything. Like, I have guy friends, and I've had guy coworkers my entire life, and the shit we say and do to each other is just disgusting. So it wouldn't be in my well, best interest or their best interest to say that, because we're just joking around. But you can do the non-creepy version of it that gets converted to creepy when you're a dick. Like, yeah, see, dicky, dicky dudes can't That's pull math. that shit off. I've always said that. Mm. Creepy guys or dicky guys, guys you don't like, can't can't do it. That's right. so. What happens is, is he's rubbed everyone the wrong way, literally, made a ton literally. of enemies, and been a dick. Yep. And now everyone's just coming out with all the stuff because nobody liked him, right. which ultimately is his fault. I'm just saying, you know, in court, I don't know. I, I'm not sure how the, how the hey you on the spine works. Hey you. You remember that uh, SNL commercial, Ball Brian? Which one? Hey you. No. Oh, the, the encyclopedia no, no. of SNL. Is this a recent one? Old school. No. I got to see it. No, no. What's hey you? It's the perfume for one night stands. <laughs> Is it like Phil Hartman? You don't it remember that familiar, one? No, it sounds that. vaguely familiar. Is this like 70s era? 
Yeah, it's mm-hmm. early. It's it's early okay. SNL, but still uh, one of their better commercials. Uh-huh. It was no, it didn't get the uh, it didn't get the basomatic type uh, play. <laughs> but uh, hey, you is the perfume for one night stands. They're at a bar, crowded bar. Everyone's smoking. Sometimes they might just want a little company for the evening. Oh yeah, yeah. Gilda Radner yeah, sitting yeah. alone. Yeah. She sprays on the hay, and the guy turns his head and mouths it. Yeah. I think. Just one whip. Yeah. <laughs> damn black guy yep. hey, you. <laughs> is that Harry Shearer? the scent you can't Maybe. ignore yeah it looks like Harry Shearer a bunch of guys at the bar are noticing her has a button at the end. Looks like Peter Facinelli. Crossing crossing over the bar, talking to Gilda. Sniffing her hair. Going full Biden on her bun. <laughs> Puts her wrap around her. They're leaving. That's right. Get hey, you. For that special someone you never expect to see again. Walk of shame in the morning. She's all frazzled trying to catch a cab That's at funny. 8 in the morning. The perfume for one night stand. <laughs> what a crime she was taking from us. Yeah. She could be killing it today. She probably got cancer from shooting that <laughs> spot. <laughs> Another take. Every all single right. person at that bar was smoking. <laughs> and by the way, there was no jokes about the cigarettes that's what well, a new york bar yeah, used to used to look like back then it's funny that we're actually talking about that phrase because i said a million years ago back on the old conway and whitman show i had gone on a date the night before and tim asked me how it was and i said i'm never going to see him again and he goes but you liked him and he was good looking we knew him for, for a friend i was like yeah i can't do it and he asked me why and it was because as I was getting in my car, he turned me around and he, he, he cuomoed me. He put his hands, he like cupped them on my face. He kissed me and then pulled his face maybe an inch and a half from mine and went, hey, you. Wow. And I thought it nice. was so fucking gross. Nice. I never spoke to him again. We were in acting class together. We should coin <clears throat> a new phrase for all you ladies in the workplace or out with the creepy guy on the date. Um, no Cuomo. Hashtag. Yeah, we kind of ran the no homo. Yeah, right. we ran better. that one in Ooh, the ground. Yeah. I think no Cuomo. That's put it really at the end good. of your profile. What's that? Put it at the end of your yeah, no Cuomo. Yeah, that would have been perfect. Like yeah, no, you could have said that right to him. You're no absolutely Cuomo. right. No Cuomo. Like no fatties. Right. No Cuomo. <laughs> no fat chicks. All right. Uh, let's see. We got one more call here. Jacob, thirty-five, Washington. Let's see. His question wants to know my thoughts on the trans YouTuber who was arrested for raping his mother. What? Feels like a Mad Lib. I would yeah. imagine your thoughts are that whoever this is is psychotic and what, what, Unless what to say about it. Unless it was in an elevator and right. in context. Right. Gina. So. Um, is it a real story? This is a real story? Yeah. The cop yeah. looks fairly jovial considering <laughs> the, the gravity of the situation. This is, uh, what was, well, let's see if I can find Jacob. Jacob? No. No, Jacob? No Cuomo? <laughs> All right. Uh, tell me when uh, Brad shows up, by the way. Yeah. Um, so the story is, I don't know, did you find it, uh, Max Pata? 
Yeah, so a controversial <coughs> vlogger was arrested in Virginia for incest after audio was leaked online of her allegedly confessing to regular sex with her dementia-ridden mom. Comic character creator Christine Weston Chandler, known online as Chris Chan, was busted in Richmond on Sunday and later transferred to Central Virginia Regional Jail, where she is being held without bail. Okay. Yeah. Horrible. <clears throat> Dimension. Oh, my God. Once I get dementia, God knows what people are going to do to me. Yeah. So the uh, they are not going to. It, it's going to be payback time for yeah. the Ace Man. You gotta hope they have sex with you. Yeah, that'd be that'd be best my best day. Scenario. That's best case scenario. You're right. After sunny transitions. Yeah. Yeah, that is a best case scenario. It's a warning is what it is. Boy, howdy! Uh, it's a it's a sad uh, sad realization that uh, these kinds of Mad Lib atrocities, as uh, Brian. Refers to them uh, years ago. We were on. Oh, get the hell out of here! Yeah. And now it's like, whoa, oh, boy, oh, another one takes all kinds. Right. <laughs> yeah, only in New York. All right, Brad Williams is here. Adam Ray's uh, ready to go. First, let me tell you about Slumber Cloud. More than comfortable, they utilize the most advanced bedding technologies for a truly restful life. Yes, you want to rest. It's so important, boy. Every study in the world came out in the last ten minutes said you've got to get a good night's sleep. Patented technology not found in any other bedding products to proactively manage temperature fluctuations through the night. Technology originally used in NASA spacesuits because it's important there. Yeah, they gave me the uh, California King comforter, and it's great. It's not the big fat one. It's thinner, but it works so much better. Slumber Cloud temperature-regulating bedding products from sheets to mattress pads can be found at slumbercloud.com. Save 10% on your purchase with our exclusive code Corolla10. That's slumbercloud.com. Use the code Corolla10. Get your 10% off and... uh Get a good night's sleep. All right. Brad is here, and Adam's uh, zooming in, and we'll do all that right after this. Saving starts with Xfinity. Get a great price on Xfinity Internet. Plus, ask how to get an eligible 5G phone on us. And for a limited time, $300 back when you add Xfinity Mobile. Go to Xfinity.com slash start saving. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply.